Mitzvah Nadal is the mitzvah of Pidyon Haben, and the words of the Chavitz Chaim, Mitzvah Sasei, Sheyifteh HaYisrael as Beno HaBachor, Le'imo HaYisrael, it is a positive commandment to redeem a firstborn male son, and this of course is piggybacking upon Mitzvah and Gimel, the Mitzvah Sasei, Lekadesh Bechoros, Peterechem HaZachar, and the positive commandment to sanctify the firstborn male, whether it be a male of an animal or male of a human being. However, when it comes to a male firstborn, as the Pasuk says, However, when it comes to the firstborn male, there is a requirement, a mitzvah, to redeem the firstborn male son. The halachas of Pidgin and Ben are multiple and are numerous, primarily found in Yaradeya, Tur, and Shulchan Aruch, Simen Shinhei. It's an outstanding contemporary work of two volumes, Rabbi Yassel Weisberg, Otsar Pidgin Aben, which discusses the length and breadth of the mitzvah of Pidgin Aben. It is a mitzvah that, although on the one hand rare, I guess it's a 50% possibility, as we'll discuss in a moment. Nonetheless, it is important to be aware because the mitzvah does come up, and if and when one is ochet, or if one has fulfilled the mitzvah, it's worthwhile to at least be familiar with the basics of the mitzvah. There are three basic parameters to be required in the mitzvah of Pidjan Aben. Of course, in near needs to be a bechor, a firstborn. However, the firstborn has to be a zachar, a male. Number two, both parents have to be Yisraelim. That is to say, if the father is either a Kohen or a Levi, or if the mother is a Bas Kohen or a Bas Levi, there is no requirement of Pidjan Aben. Number three, as the Pasuk says, that it has to be Peter Kol Rechem It has to be a firstborn opening the womb of the mother. Therefore, it has to be a natural birth and cannot be a C-section, a Yotzei Dofen. If the firstborn male is born via a C-section, a non-natural birth, there is no requirement of Pidjan Aben. Moreover, the Shulchanach Paskins explicitly that if the firstborn is through a C-section and the next son born immediately after the C-section is a natural birth, there still is no Pidjan have been required because the firstborn via a C-section is considered to be a Bechor L'Nachala, the firstborn for the sake of inheritance, and therefore we do not consider the firstborn male via natural birth to be considered the Bechor for the mitzvah Pidjan Ben. The Ramad discusses a case which unfortunately is somewhat common, and that is if a firstborn is followed originally by a stillbirth or a miscarriage. And the halach is the Ramad quoting the Maharik in a tshuva, that if the first child, firstborn son, is born after a stillbirth or a miscarriage, and if the body or the fetus is developed enough that a varav mirukamim, the limbs of the body are recognizable, at that point, the firstborn is not required in a pidgin aben. Therefore, if it's a late stage stillbirth, more often than not, when the limbs are recognizable, therefore, the next firstborn son will not be required to be nifta. However, if it's an early miscarriage, for example, in the first weeks to the first months, when a varav are not mirukamim, Come in. The body ports are not yet formed, then at that point the firstborn will be required in a stillbirth. If you take a look in the Sefer Otsu Pidjan Aben, quotes of Shlomo Zalman Orbach with a psak about this, there's much discussion today whether or not there's a requirement to, to check the sonograms and to see if indeed the Avar of Wirmiru Kamim. However, this is an important shayla to discuss with one's Rav and doctor to make sure that one is indeed able, if possible, to fulfill the mitzvah of Pidjan Aben if there was a stillbirth or a miscarriage. This is a chiv on the father, not on the mother. If the father does not 
Pode his son, the son that is a requirement to be Pode himself starting at the age of Bar Mitzvah. If you take a look in the Svarm of the Gaonim and the Rishon, you'll see something called Seder Pijana Ben, and it's found in your Sidurim. After Shachris, you'll see the sequence and the back and forth as to the ceremony of the Pijan Aben. The first thing that happens is the father presents his firstborn son to the Kohen and states, Zeh b'ni b'chori, hu rechem limo. This is my firstborn male son. It is a natural birth, opening the mother's womb. V'akadosh baruch liftos, and God commanded me to redeem my son. Shenemar ftuyo mi ben chodesh tifteh. And after 30 days, and the halach is on day 31, during the daytime is when the mitzvah of Pijan Aben is fulfilled. After a chodesh, after thirty days, berkecha kesef chameshes shekalim b'shekel akodesh. We understand that contemporarily to be five silver dollars. Esrim geira, the weight, the value of esrim gema geira venemar, as the pasuk says, which was the source of last day's podcast. Kadesh li kol every firstborn should be considered to be sanctified. Peter kol rechem bivnei Yisrael, firstborn opening of the mother's womb. Ba'adum abebehema lihu belongs to. HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If that's the case, then the Kohen asks, My boys Tvei, what do you prefer, dear father? Do you prefer to give me your son for keeps? Oh, rather, do you prefer to redeem this son of yours for five American silver dollars? And of course, this question begs the question, is that really true? Are we really giving the father the option to keep the son with the coin? We know that's not true. It's a mitzvah to be pulled at the son. There is no chance. There is no opportunity to leave the son with the coin. The coin can't take the son, and the father is required to redeem him. This question is raised by many but if you take a look in Shulchan Aruch Yeradeh and Shin Hey, Os Tezvav in the Piskei Tshuva, quoting the Sefer Chutzani, says Sheina Perish and Osin Labreira. We're not giving the father a choice. Shaim Ratzah Av Lahaniach Haben Lahakoin Eni Yotzi B'Zeh. The father can't leave the son with a coin. He's not going to fulfill his requirement to redeem his son like that. Rather, says the Chutzani, Kidei Lechavev Hapidyon Al Aviv. The coin asks this question in order to make the bidyon, the redemption, to be so sweet and so real and so sincere. Therefore, he's asking the father, are you really interested in fulfilling this mitzvah? Are you really prepared to give me these chamesh slime? Are you? And when the father responds and says, Chafetz ani liftos as bini, certainly I'm very willing to be pode my son. I'm prepared and I'm ready to give you these five silver dollars as the Torah requires. The father then recites two brachos. The first bracha, Abirchas Hamitzvah, Asher Kiddushanu Bimitzvosu Vitzivan Al Pidjana Ben, followed by the Shehechayanu bracha. He then hands the Kohen the five slime, and the transaction goes through. The son at that point is considered to be redeemed. The Kohen then takes the money, waves it over the head of the Beno Bechor, and then gives him a bracha, Yesimcha Lokim Kefraim Muchumanasha, and then Birchas Kwanim Birchas Hashem Vishmarecha. Following that, the coin takes a glass of wine and makes the brach of Bari Piyagafen. This ceremony, the Ramah points out, takes place during a su'uda. And the reason for the su'uda says the Ramah in Sif Yud to Simen Shin Hei, 
Kidei lefarsume milsa, in order to make a big splash and a big bang out of the ceremony, everybody should note, everybody should recognize that the Pidyon Haben has taken place, this sun has been redeemed, and certainly it's a simcha because we make the bracha of Shechiyonu v'kimonu v'higyonu l'azmanazah, and a su'uda takes place. But the role of the Kohen in the ceremony also needs to be understood. Of course, the Kohen accepts these five slime. However, there is a discussion in halacha whether or not the Kohen should, can, or is prohibited to return the money to the father. The Shochnarch Paskins, based upon the Gemara, that Amatana Amanaslahaksir The father can't give the five slime to the Kohen and says, Here's five slime on condition that you give it back to me. That's prohibited, that's not allowed. That's a discussion in the Gemara and the Poskim, why that's not allowed. Nonetheless, the Poskim do point out contemporarily, and this the Pisgah Tshuva quotes in the name of the Shut, Shailas Yabetz, Rabbi Yaakov Emden, in Osir Beis, that maybe today that's different. Ha'idna ishtane dina. Today things have changed. And because we're not sure that we have Kohanim Yuchasim, says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, therefore you may even be required, says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, the coin to return the money to the Father, because the Kohanim today are only Kohane Chazaka. They're not Kohanim Yuchasim. They're not actual Kohanim that are able to trace their lineage back to Aaron O'Cohen. And for that reason, says the Shailas Yamets, he raises a possibility that there may even be a requirement for the Kohen to return that money. Other posts can say, absolutely not, because you want to show that this ceremony is serious, it's real. And therefore, if the Kohen simply returns the money, it doesn't look like a valid transaction. And therefore, there are differences of opinion in terms of how to do it, but certainly all agree that it's, there's no possibility to do it as a matana almanas lahachser. It's well known that the Vilna Gon throughout his life would always find a different Kohen and would always continue to be po to himself. Maybe, maybe he would find a Kohen miyuchas that he was absolutely certain and sure that was miyuchas back to Aaron Kohen, and therefore the Vilna Gon did the Pidjana Ben multiple times. There are those who are adamant, meticulous, scrupulous to try to find a coin with a last name Rappaport, and that is because Rapshapsi Hakoin Rappaport, the great Shach, the great Godlubi Sol, the commentary on Dal Chelke Shulchanarch, had a Shtar Miyuchas back to Aaron Hakoin, that's showing that he was a Kohen, and therefore all descendants of the Shach, the Rappaport family, are Kohanim Miyuchasim back to the Shach, back to Aaron Hakoin, and therefore there are those who are meticulous to try to find a Rappaport in order to do a pigeon aben through a Kohen Miyuchas. Let's conclude with an unbelievable and beautiful commentary of the Nitziv, the Meshachach, and the Maral. An apostle in this week's parsha, at the end of parsha Shmos, Kadosh Baruch Hu says, B'ni Bechori Yisrael, three words. You Jewish people are my Bechor. And the Meshachach, at the end of parsha Shmos, asks the question, Really? Why are B'nai Yisrael a Bechor? And listen to the beautiful words of the Meshech Machma. B'ni b'chori Yisrael, sheben b'chor, no tel pishnaim. A firstborn male son not only is a father required to be podahim, but the son then receives later posthumously a double portion, pishnaim. Why does the son receive pishnaim, a double portion of inheritance, says the Meshachachma, says the Maral, Mishum Shuhu Asa Oso Le'av. The firstborn male son makes him into a father. Until now, I was just a person. I was a man. I was a husband, whatever I was. But now I'm a father. Because I made you into a father, dear daddy, you owe me pishnaim. You owe me a double portion. 
concludes the Meshachach, Makain Yisrael, so too are the Jewish people. Asu kaviyachol Hashem Yisbarach la'av. We made HaKadosh Baruch Hu into a father until the Jewish people were here. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wasn't the father. Therefore, when we showed the world that, that there is a God, when we showed a Kaddish, the world that there is a Kaddish Baruch, when we're Makir Hashem, when we show Hashkachaso, the Yehudah B'Tevel, we show that Shema Yisrael Hashem, Elkein Hashem Echad, we have made a Kaddish Baruch into Avinu Shabbat Father in Heaven. And therefore, that's the Pshat in this week's Parsha, the end of Parsha Shmos, B'ni B'chori, Yisrael, take a look at the beautiful words of the Meshachachma in the end of Parsha Shmos, and he pens and signs off, Upashat, it's simple, that that is the case. Nonetheless, that is the mitzvah of Pidgin Aben, and it is a wonderful mitzvah, a schus to be able to perform it for all those kohanim who have performed it, and it would be zochet to continue to fulfill and be b'ni b'chori Yisrael.